Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, it is Monday, May 24th. I'm driving to work and had a good weekend. Uh, my family and church and a youth event. And, uh, worked actually worked, helped a friend on Saturday uh, do some power washing for the day. And uh, God is good. He's a provider, and uh, we can definitely trust in that. But we're continuing on, guys, in Psalm 119. And I know there's a lot of scriptures, right? Uh, longest chapter in the Bible, 176 verses. But a lot of good stuff. It's, it's really all about the Word of God. It's about the scriptures and the importance of them, the power of them, how when we stay in them, we'll stay protected from the temptations of the world. Right? And that's super important because some people go oh, I just can't I can't resist temptation well you can with the Bible and the Holy Spirit you can as you're seeking God right uh, you can as you ask him for the strength and the wisdom um, it's not about us trying really hard apart from God it's about surrendering really often to God and then he get, equips us to defend ourselves, to continue on, to gain strength, right? So the Word of God, man, it is so imperative that we stay in the Word of God. And again, this Psalm, Psalm 119, is all about it, all about it. And I love how it starts off here in verse 89. Forever, O Lord, your Word is settled in heaven. I've, I've used this verse a lot over the years, honestly. I've used this verse a lot because when people try to add to the Bible or subtract from the Bible, you go, wait a second. You're trying to change the Word of God. You're trying to add to it or take it away. You're trying to distort what's already in there. It's like, no, 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 wait. Here's the thing. His Word is settled in heaven. There's not going to be another gospel. There's not going to be another Word of God than the one he's already given us. And so his word settled in heaven. Now some people are not settled about that fact. Because they're like, well, I don't like what the word says about that. Well, well then you either disobey God or you can be transformed as you read and heed his word. You either accept it or reject it because it's not man's opinion, it's God's word. His word is settled in heaven. You can't make it better Right? I mean, there's some preachers out there who think that their words are more eloquent than the Word of God, more powerful than the Word of God, and that's blasphemy. That's not even true. It's the Scriptures that matter. But His Word, guys, is settled in heaven. We don't add to it. We don't change it. We don't subtract from it. It's, it is what it is. It says what it says, and that's a good thing, right? That His Word is settled in heaven forever like forever the whole time this this earth is going to be here that we are going to be here it's settled and I love he says your faithfulness endures to all generations you establish the earth and it abides God is faithful not once in a while not just to a few people not just to those he favors and disregards those who he dislikes no 
No, God is faithful. His faithfulness endures and lasts for every generation. So sometimes people say, well, I don't want to have any more kids because, you know what, this, you know, I don't want them to grow up in this crazy, you know, disgusting, you know, sin-filled world. But God's faithfulness will endure for the next generation. Sometimes we see it as dark and bleak and difficult, and it can be, but God's faithfulness will endure. He'll equip those next believers to be leaders. Faithfulness endures to the next generation and to your life. He says, they continue this day according to ordinances for all are your servants. So continue in the ordinances of the Lord. Don't start out and then stop. Faithfulness is all about consistency over time, a long obedience in the same direction. He says in verse 92, unless your law had been my delight, I would have been perished. I mean, I would then have perished in my affliction. So unless your law had been my delight, I would have been dead. I would have perished. Again, the word delight. It's over and over in Psalm 119 in regards to being in love with God's word. Like delighting in the statutes of our God. See, if if the Word of God isn't our delight, then we're going to perish. Then we're not going to read it. Then we're not going to think about it. Then we're not going to focus on it. But it needs to be everything to us, in a sense. We need to have joy in getting into God's Word. And I don't know, people make all kinds of excuses. Right? I don't have time. Or... I just wasn't motivated or it's one of those healthy spiritual habits that if not implemented can be dangerous and have grave consequences. Not being in God's word regularly is not a good thing. And so don't make excuses. Just do it. Open it up. Read it. You have five minutes you can make to start out and then increase that incrementally through time. And pretty soon you'll be in God's Word consistently for a good amount of time every day. But you have to carve out that time. You have to learn what to let go of and learn what to do less of so you can get more of the Word of God. Because if you're not in the Word of God, you're going to just give in to temptation, be in sin, um, not be able to be a godly uh, influence for people around you. It's just nothing good will come of it. And this psalmist was basically like, you know what? If I didn't delight in your word, I would have perished. He said, I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have given me life. It's amazing, right? Because in God's word, we know how to have eternal life, real life. Life for the future, life in heaven. How do we know that? Well, Because God gives us all we need for life and godliness in his word. He tells us, right? He makes it plain and simple, and that's the thing I love about the Lord. He doesn't try to complicate it or make it difficult or say, you know what, try to guess, try to play this game to to figure it out. No. He tells us straight out. We just have to take it in, receive it, and believe it. The psalmist says, I am yours, save me, for I have sought your precepts. That's verse 94. 
I am yours. I love that declaration, don't you? I am yours. Like, we are God's. And he says, save me. It's like, he's crying out to him, right? I am yours, save me. And again, we looked at this, you know, at length before, but... He saves. We are his. Isn't that beautiful? (laughs) We are the Lord's through and through. Sometimes we think we're other people's. No, we we are God's first and foremost. And we're always going to be God's. And then that's why we can personalize it, because he wants to connect and grow close to us, right? Sometimes we think he wants nothing to do with us, but that's not from God. God doesn't say, you know what? I'm sick of you today. Go away. <laughs> right? God never does that. He doesn't have that heart. We're his. Lord, save me. Save me from this situation. Save me from this worry. Save me from this fear. And God will. Seek his precepts. Verse 95, he says, The wicked wait for me to love me. No, the wicked wait for me to destroy me. That's pretty bad. There are enemies that we face in this life. So what should we do? Well, he says, The wicked wait for me to destroy me, but I will consider your testimonies. In other words, I will stay in your work. So stay grounded. Stay established. Stay stay built up in the precepts from your provider, in the testimonies of the Lord. Right? Stay in them. Stay in them to resist temptation. Uh, Stay in them to stay walking straight with the Lord, stay in them to stay consistent in your walk with God. Because, again, I say this over and over again, and I'll continue to, but faithfulness is all about being consistent in the things of God. You're consistent in your job, right? Like, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or you go to work every day or you work remotely. You consistently have to work, right? Why? Well, because you're able to be provided for if you continue on and work. You're faithful in that. It shouldn't be any different for the things of the Lord. Actually, it should be different. We should be seeking more Him more and be more consistent in the spiritual things than actually the things of the, the earth, right? And so, stay consistent in it. He says this, he says, I have seen, last verse, verse 96, I have seen the consummation of all perfection, but your commandment is exceedingly broad. The beautiful thing about God's word is that it's broad enough to speak to the whole church and the whole world, but it's specific enough to speak to us personally as well. You see what I'm saying? It's like, it speaks volumes, in a sense, corporately, if you will. But it also speaks personally to our very hearts, right? And so it's a beautiful thing to read the Word of God, to see what it says to us, to 
see what God has for us. It's powerful. And the Word of God is perfect, and we are not, and we're being perfected as we live this life day to day. So don't give up. Don't give in. Stay in God's Word. Be consistent in it. Stay faithful in it. And you're going to see the dividends. You're going to see the benefits in your own life when you're going through things or when things are going great. You'll be grounded and established in the truth. And so you'll be stable. Not because you're stable without God, but because God is stable. His Word is consistent. And we're founded upon Him. But stay in His precepts. Don't forsake them, please. Stay consistent in them continually. And God will bless. God will speak. God will move. You just have to believe it and heed them. Amen? God bless you guys. Uh, went a little long today, but I hope you have an amazing Monday. And continue on in His Word.